folks, welcome back to Open Forum. What a fantastic first hour we had with none other than uh, Gopal. Gopal Sen, who is a great artist. His art is being displayed now at Terminal D at the International Airport. So when, when you're entering, going into Terminal D as a departure, international departure, uh, you're going to see a 15 by 8 beautiful uh, painting that he has done. And then come back and talk to us about that right. when you when you see that. And, the, and I, I want to really thank Indo-American Chamber of Commerce of Greater Houston as they have taken over the two hours that we have today. They sponsored the first hour. And definitely our second hour is the business hour. And in the business hour, we have, we feature one of the chamber members who makes a big difference in the community and in their own profession and today we have none other than a good friend of ours we've known him for quite some time and met him several several times Mohan Kuravela. Mohan welcome to Open Forum. Thank you Subodh and first of all congratulations to you Subodh then Smriti, and I met uh, Jagat the day before at a dinner. Yeah. Uh, congratulations on your 25th year coming up yes. as Open Forum. That's Thanks. an incredible run for a program yes. in the city of Houston. Well, I'll tell you what, it, it is possible because of, of people like you. You come to one of our comedy shows, I think, of one of the fundraisers. We do a, do a fundraiser. This radio station is a community radio station. It is basically sponsored by hundreds of people who come and help us. Uh, organization like the Chamber of Commerce and so many other organizations. So we really appreciate everybody. Smriti Dinkar Jagat, Fennel, Ramesh, and I, we just give our time. And and that's how this program gets together. We have nothing else, but we give our time. We don't expect anything. We don't give anything more than time. And, the stu- you know, we study a little and come back and talk. So today we're going to talk to you about... The, the the CPA, mm-hmm. Certified Public Accountancy, or accountant as you're called, what, what you all do and how you all can help people a lot. Obviously, without a CPA, if you're in a small business or big business, you're doomed. You, you can't do anything yourself. Again, I want to thank the Indo-American Chamber of Commerce of Greater Houston for sponsoring this business hour. Welcome to Open Forum. I don't think... You've ever come to a program before, have you? Uh, no, this is this the first, is your first time. time. You yes. listen to us once in a while. I do. You do. And, and, and yeah. Uh, yeah I thank you. Of, I sort of know the format. <laughs> you know the format, yeah. Well, and let's change the format every time. We, we do change the we format. We do change it sometimes. So, before we ask you about the CPA, uh, you know, the business of CPA, let's talk about Mohan Kuravela. You are from the what they call as God's country, Kerala. God's own country, God's Kerala. Own that's country. where I am from. Uh, proud to be from there. Yeah. Sort of lived my second half of life uh, in uh, Chennai, or okay. what used to be called Madras, Madras yeah. when I was growing up. I did my college there and uh, did my chartered accountancy there. CA. CA. Such a difficult exam to pass. Yes. Uh, because I have two brothers who are CAs. I know that. It is, it is a difficult pa- yeah. uh, exam, but I did not achieve uh, what my dad achieved. He okay. was the first in India. When he took the exam, oh wow! Oh wow! And he, I, you know, he sort of handed me the his gold medal, which he got from <laughs> okay. the then president S. Radhakrishnan. That's amazing. Uh, but again, just to pass that exam, it, it's only two people out of hundred that pass the exam. Two yeah. percent. So, 
Forget the gold medal. It's just to pass the exam I, is I just, like a. I just passed. Very high standards. It doesn't so. matter. It doesn't matter. Just to pass the exam is a huge achievement. Yeah. I see. I've seen my brothers study for the exam. It's crazy. Well, so you became a CA, and then I worked for a couple of years there for a British company. Mm-hmm. They sent me to London for a year, and during that time, I visited. Houston. Long okay. story short, oh wow! I moved after that to do my MBA, mm-hmm. and then went on to do my PhD. Oh my gosh! In MBA in finance and my PhD in accounting. Okay. Okay. And then became a professor uh, at University of Houston. That's where I started my journey. Okay. A few years later, about five years later, I felt bored with the academic life mm-hmm. because I'm someone who always wants a challenge. Right. Not that academic life. It does have its own challenge, yeah. challenges, but. I wanted more, and an opportunity came up with a public accounting firm called KPMG. Oh, boy. Oh, great. Oh, boy, okay. yeah. So yep. In the national office. Yes. So ended up taking that, and out of the five years with KPMG uh, up in New York, I spent two and a half years, they sent me to India okay. to look after the SEC-listed clients from India, originally yeah. from India. So my clients were Infosys, Vipro, Dr. Reddy's lab. Nice. If yeah. you've heard right. Yes, right. yes, of course. Those are of about five companies. And then I came back as the dean of the business school at Houston Baptist University. Fantastic. Did that for seven years and then figured out this is not what I want to do for the rest of my life. Uh, I went back to where I started, University of Houston, right. in 2015. And I've been there ever since. What do you do there now? So I, two things. One, of course, I teach. teach. I teach the MBA mm-hmm. class in accounting and uh, the auditing class for the accounting majors. But I also run the graduate program in accounting. Okay. We, have, okay. we have about 200 students plus 100 more coming through the pipeline. <coughs> so that's what I do. Wow. We have about 300 students altogether. You know, when we talk about accounting and mathematics and numbers, it's not just adding and minusing and dividing and square rooting or whatever. There's much more to what a public accountant does. Can you tell us? Sure. Tell tell the listeners out there who may have children, teenagers, or college students who are, you know, inspired by your talk and say, yeah, I think I want to do accounting. What is accounting? So... That's probably the most uh, difficult or uh, sort of topic for people to understand. Because whenever I say people think it's math, it's not. Mm -hmm. It's not math. It's just logic. And I try to tell people accounting is nothing but storytelling. You're telling the story of a business through numbers. Mm -hmm. Uh, The previous guest said, uh, you know, he loves beauty, beauty yes. of women. Right. I love the beauty of numbers. There you go. Okay. So that's, it's just numbers, studying the story through numbers. That's wow. all accounting is. It's logic and people get, think it's something different. Mm-hmm. The other issue, other than thinking accounting is math, people think accounting is all about tax. Yeah. Because when right. I say I'm a CPA. I think that's yeah. why uh, most people yeah. associate. Uh, yeah, you, I, I, yeah you, you go to a cocktail co- dinner and yeah. Mohan says, I'm a CPA. He'll He's have five like, people okay, around does me. He my taxes? I, I, my yeah. taxes are very high. Help me, uh, Mohan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or some question about tax. So let me right. yeah. say up front that I'm not here to give any tax no, advice. No, no, no. <laughs> we are not doing that. Yeah. Uh, so, but, so you're right. Uh, CPA, when we talk, is, oh, this guy's going to. Yeah. He's going to be. So that's that. actually a very small part of mm-hmm. what a CPA does mm-hmm. if you take the total yeah. uh, pie. Uh, the one major part is audit. Mm hmm. 
and re- audit related, like what we call assurance, mm-hmm. assurance okay. related to financial statement. It could be audit or review or some other form of assurance. Mm-hmm. The other part is tax. These two parts used to be the bread and butter of CPA firms. Right. Now it is, that mix has changed. Now that is becoming a smaller and smaller part. The taxes? And or the, the assurance and, and, the, and the tax. Yeah. So what's the, the major part? The bigger part, which is growing, the piece of the pie which right. is growing, is what is called advisory. Mm-hmm. Because hmm. if you think about audit and tax, for the most part, it's about compliance. <coughs> right. That is true. Following the rules. Following yeah. the rules. Yeah. yeah. Whereas what people want is value addition. Yes, in tax planning, there's value yeah. addition. Mm-hmm. When you do an audit, you point out things to, that's value addition. But that's only a, it's a secondary part of that mm-hmm. bucket. So advisory services, which CPA does today, is things like cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. If you think about what is a big deal, target, and everyone yeah. getting in a attack, I mean, yeah. attacked uh, on the cyber front with the credit cards, uh, credit card information being stolen. That's the norm now. Mm-hmm. Right. So to keep up, because every time you put in new controls, yeah. People are intelligent. They find a new way to get around it. Exactly. So it's an ongoing. It's not a one-time deal. It's an ongoing uh, f- process. Mm-hmm. And that cybersecurity space is a growing space for uh, CPAs. Wow. The other one is forensic accounting Correct. and fraud detection. That's another growing space. Now, something very interesting has come up recently in the last year or so. It's called ESG. Mm-hmm. Public companies are now uh, supposed to report about the environment, social, and governance impact. What is that? <laughs> so in, that's interesting. In English, never, what do you yeah, mean? Yeah. In, yeah. Okay, let me explain. How emissions, <clears throat> an oil company, what are, how are they, what is the emission, that's the environment, and impact, an emission impacting the environment. Now, there's different type, or a, a Boeing, when they're making a plane, if you talk about the emission, the parts they use in the manufacturing, those manufacturing companies had some emission. Right. Then when Boeing flies, they have. And Boeing makes a plane, Boeing flies. So different parts of that one mm-hmm. cycle has got emissions. So how do you capture everything? And then Boeing has got to say that in their annual report. That's the compliance. That's a compliance issue. Okay. okay. So, and the same way community, how they're building communities around them and the governance structure. So that's called ESG. I see. So they have to give an ESG report every year. Now, the companies prepare that, but somebody has got to validate it. Certified, huh? So just like a yeah. financial statement is audited because whatever the company is saying, yeah. the independent CPA is saying, yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. The same way this has got to be validated. So the CPAs have a new stream of business there. So like that, things are going on. And then the other one is third parties. A lot more companies are outsourcing, whether it's to India or even locally outsourcing right. their processes. So if your salaries or payroll, it's outsourced to a third party like ADP. Mm-hmm. Right. Those that payroll numbers are coming back into this company's financial statements. Yes. How do you make sure those numbers are fine? Are captured correctly? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you need an audit done. But every client of ADP goes and to audit their process, they will have two thousand CPAs running around there. Right. So instead of that, ADP will hire a CPA 
to do what we call a service organization controls report, which is then provided to the main CPA. So it keeps going on and on. I mean, these are some of the examples yes. of the evolving spaces. So a CPA a who passes and is, you know, certified CPA may have so many avenues. Yes. It's like the medical doctor. He could be A, B, C, D, a right. surgeon, a pulmonologist, blah, yeah, blah, right. blah, but he's still a doctor, right? Right. And that's how I, I can see that happening. So is is it difficult to become uh, or to get into a CPA school? Is it a CPA school? No, there's no or CPA is it accounting school, school. So you finish your undergraduate degree. Right. And uh, let me just back off and yeah. say one thing about because I'm moving to the TX CPA part. The biggest challenge about the CPA profession today in the country, not just in the state, is the talent shortage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are not enough people coming into accounting. And so if you look at the number of CPA exam takers, it has declined. The same thing with accounting enrollments in school, it's a steady decline. What um, is the reason for it? So there, there are a couple of reasons. And uh, one of the things which... Uh, I spoke about this about three years ago when you, you know, that is part yeah. of my mm-hmm. job as a professor and uh, different forums in the state. And obviously, when firms didn't like the message and the association didn't like the message, uh, you know, what do you do? You make the, um, you take the person who is talking about it and make him the chairperson of some task force. <laughs> that's, that's exactly that's, what they did. Yeah. But we had a fabulous task force with about 20 people from all around the state. Uh, mostly from public accounting mm-hmm. and industry, uh, looking at this problem. And it sort of boiled down to, to answer your question, it boiled down to three things. One was the economic disincentive for mm-hmm. people to become accountants. Okay. And that was sort of looking at it short term because the starting salaries <laughs> were not very high. But if you look at 10 years down the road, mm-hmm. it sort of overtook many disciplines. I see. But people are not interested in 10 years from now. Yeah. What do I get instant today? Instant gratification. Like, yeah, instant gratification. So that, and not, not a gradual decision. Yes. So yeah. from that perspective, it's very difficult to convince a young person mm-hmm. coming out of school, hey, this, your salary will catch up 10 years from now, compared yeah. to an MIS major yeah. or yeah. A, a investment banking. Investment banking, yeah, which is actually it'll, pretty... It'll catch mm-hmm. up later, but that's an issue. The second thing was in Texas and a few other states... We required 150 hours to sit for the CPA exam, mm. Mm. not a traditional undergraduate. That's 120. Mm. I see. So you need 120 plus 30. So that's another disincentive because opportunity cost of not working for one more year, right. the tuition you pay for one more year. Cost, yeah. So uh, what we did on that count was uh, we proposed to bill, the TXCPA proposed a bill to change the 150 to 120 to sit for the exam. But to get the license, we kept it at 150. 30 more hours later. That, but mm. they can pass, they can work yeah. within three years, Do okay. 30 hours. That bill, fortunately, went through the system in about six months and got passed in the last session. So it became effective September 1. Fantastic. Congratulations. That's, great. Yeah. that's so, your task force. You're the chairperson. Well, that's, that's, I think I attribute the airtime I got as chair of the task force to people nominating me as the chairman of TXC <laughs> for 24-25, yeah, yeah. because otherwise people in the state wouldn't know me. Uh, so that's one. And the second one was the compensation. We ta- started talking to about this compensation issue. Mm-hmm. And it has gone up in the last one year 
uh, because firms are listening mm-hmm. and they have a need. So compensation levels in one year, on an average, if you take the top 20 firms uh, in Houston or in Texas, I would say, has gone up about 15 to 18 percent in one year, the starting salaries. But is that, a, is that enough? No. Is that a step in the right direction? Yes. So that's the second thing. And the third thing was the disruption which is happening. And I talked about going beyond audit and tax now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's going to be an advantage to address our third issue, which is the perception of accountants. Accountants, I don't know, but generally when I talk to accountants, what's the first thing, personality type which comes to mind? Nerds. It does. I, I can say that, right? Because I'm <laughs> not a nerd. But <laughs> uh, so we need to change that perception. And we have been talking about it, how to change that perception. But the fact remains that the new avenues of the CPA profession, like forensic accounting, uh, they're exciting for young people to change mm-hmm. that perception. It'll help change that perception. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we'll get there or one fine day, uh, maybe with your help, we'll make a movie. About uh, CPAs. Yes, CPAs who are not nerds. That's not the, nerds. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Folks, you're listening to Open Forum. What a fascinating uh, topic, a CPA, an accountant. Are we going to dive deeper with Mohan Kuruvilla, who is the president of the... For, for 2024. 2024-25. Uh, of the Texas CPA? The Texas Society of CPAs. Well, fantastic, man. Which That's, is congratulations. 20 chapters in the state of Texas. Wow. All the big... Uh, mm-hmm. normal cities, and uh, including places I've not been to, and I get the privilege of visiting these chapters. On Monday, I was in McAllen, uh, talking at the, speaking at the annual uh, mm-hmm. meeting. About uh, two weeks ago, I was in Permian Basin, uh, speaking at the yes. annual meeting. So these are places uh, I've never been to, and it gives me an opportunity to visit these places. Plus, you meet a lot of people, and they listen to you. They get your ideas. They, you know, exchange ideas. And I was also fascinated that these smaller chapters and smaller, they have some incredible talent too. It is not just the big cities. I bet. I bet. Uh, We want to thank the Indo-American Chamber of Commerce of Greater Houston for sponsoring this hour called the Business Hour. And we're going to talk uh, to Mohan a little bit more about CPA. Now, here's the deal. Do you think taxes in any country are fair? I mean, you know, India has its own tax <laughs> brackets. We have our own tax brackets. As a CPA, your, your, your clients are always complaining. Now, again, I'm generalizing. I'm not talking of you to a CPA that, come on, man, you got to do something to this number out here and that number out there, this this much tax I'm not paying. Do you get that all the time? And absolutely. But no, <laughs> nobody's happy paying taxes. Right. But uh, we need taxes to run the country, right. as simple as that. So uh, every country would need some sort of taxation. Mm-hmm. So uh, when you ask that question, is it fair? We try to, as a TXCPA, one of our roles is to be the voice of the profession. Mm-hmm. For our clients, which is businesses and people, right, both individuals and businesses. So this past year, we we have, by the way, we have a TXCPA pack, and mm-hmm. we sort of that's the right. way we use our voice uh, with the legislature. One of the things we uh, were pushing or advocating was the reduction of property taxes. 
Mm-hmm. So if you have not heard, on yes. November 8th, they passed that bill, which was proposed by Paul Bettencourt, right. where the property taxes homestead exemption mm-hmm. for school districts went from 40000 to 100000 And for every $100, 10 cents came down. Yeah. So if you take a $300,000 house, mm-hmm. Just on that forty thousand to hundred thousand exemption and a one point two percent school district tax, mm-hmm. you're talking about six hundred dollars right there. Mm-hmm. Right, saving, savings, yeah. yeah. And then if you take the other ten cents to a dollar, another three hundred on a th- on a, I mean, so yeah. depending on what type of yes, house yes. you have, yeah, you can play with the numbers, right? right. But on an average, we estimate that average households will save about thousand two fifty a year. Mm-hmm. in property tax because of this change that's one and for all the I mean, this is the other topic which might be of interest to businesses mm-hmm. in the greater houston community the franchise tax change till 2022 businesses did not have to pay franchise tax or they exempted from franchise tax up to a revenue of 1.23 million wow they've doubled it no oh, oh. 23 onwards, it's 2 point, I mean, starting January mm-hmm. 1, 2024 okay. then, is two, uh, 2.47 million. Mm-hmm. So that increase of 1.23 million, taking, I mean, it could be anything, but it, yeah. I will take an right. average of 0.75%. That works to about $8,000, $9,000 reduction in franchise tax yeah. or a business. Yep. So that's a two major steps. Big ones, yeah. yeah. Uh, but not all taxes, uh, states do that. It's state by no, state. No, of course yeah. it's like... The franchise tax is by state. Yeah. state yeah. So Same thing with the... Uh, the prop- the yeah, property, property tax is by state. So that yeah. the, we're just talking about Texas. Right, right. And yeah. the impact on Of course, Houston. on us, yeah. So we have, we've been... This is one of the major initiatives or major proposals we have supported uh, in the last year. Because it it has got far-reaching impact for both individual and business businesses in uh, Texas. But these proposals, who puts forward? Does your society put forward? So this is a group. Uh, this particular proposal yeah. uh, was a group of association, and it was carried by Senator Paul Bettencourt. Yes. Okay. And he was the one who sort of put it. Together. Uh, together. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, any proposal, some senator has to go, has to has to go through. Yeah. They have to do that. They yeah. have to carry it. Yeah. Just like I, the, reducing the 150 to 120, we had two, one senator and one house rep carry it. Yep. Uh, so that, of course, we put it forward. Yes. So that was direct right. uh, interest. And right. this was more of a community-based yeah. interest. Now, the other thing we are talking about and trying to educate now is a major topic which is coming through which businesses will be will be impacted or they need to know about this mm-hmm. it's it called the beneficial ownership interest oh my gosh what, what is that yeah there's a new rule starting in january 2024 where the u.s government this is again this is national uh, u.s government to prevent uh, money laundering is taking steps where if you have a business which is incorporated, like mm-hmm. LLC, or uh, any, any corporation, SPA, so, yeah, what are yeah. all that? Yeah. I think there's some exemptions. Okay. So some ex- like a public company is exempted, a non-profit is exempted. Okay. Uh, so there's some exemption, but for the most part, when we talk about a regular business, right. LLC, 
they have to file a separate form showing who are the owners. And the way the owners are defined is not just the stock ownership or the share ownership. It can be a financial ownership mm -hmm. or it could be someone who's got control because they have, let's say, decision making, even I if see. they don't have stock ownership. <coughs> so most of the time, what they're trying to get at is who owns an LLC here? Mm -hmm. Directly or indirectly. Mm -hmm. So if another company owns the LLC, you've got to go keep going back till you get to that. Man, individual. Yeah. individual. yeah. So this is going to require a lot of uh, paperwork and the help of your CPA, mm -hmm. because right. they'll know it best, has to how to report it and how to put this together. Uh, is that a burden on the businesses now? It is a reporting burden. Yeah. There's no dollar amount to file. But there's time consuming. There's time consuming, there's, there's right? A time, there's a time issue, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and I don't know how you say probably not dollars, but because if you're having is. your CPA or your tax person to do it, obviously they charge more, now, right? No? Wait, there's, the rule says you don't need a CPA to do it. Okay. You can do it on your own. So it is not that you should do a C use a CPA to n do it, but yes. I mean, it's preferable, right? I mean, he's an expert or he or she exactly. is an expert in it, right? I mean, it's just like saying you can do your own financial statements. Mm -hmm. no, you can do yeah. your own taxes for that matter. Well, it's easy for you to say that. Yeah, yeah because you can like do a, it, but people uh, like uh, us yeah. can't. No, no, right? th that is why you go to an expert. Yeah, right. Exactly. So same thing. We have to go it's to like, an It's uh, like Sabot, somebody telling you, like, I can diagnose my own medical problem. I don't need to go to yeah. Sabot. There right? you go. I love that. Just don't call me three <laughs> in the morning. That's right. Folks, you're listening uh, to Open Forum. We've never had an accountant talk in such details on our program. So we really appreciate right. you coming out and, and scaring us. No, I'm just kidding. You're not scaring <laughs> us. Because all of us listening out there, we are always not scared of taxes, but we are tired it, of taxes, weary of taxes. And plus right? there's a lot of unknown. If, I feel like well, there's a I, lot I, of unknown. I think that if the taxes were straight, simple, yeah. straightforward, you earn so much, you this pay is your so tax. Much. Forget all this A, B, C, D. You earn so much. But this there's is so your many tax. loopholes that you don't, I mean, it's obviously an expert can tell you about See, it, right? That, that's where the value addition comes in mm -hmm. as okay. opposed to compliance. I mean, I'm not saying when you say loopholes, it's within the laws. Right, right. It is within, it's, of it's legal. Yes. Yeah, I understand. But uh, there are loopholes that we don't sure, know about, absolutely. It, right? And that's that we're a, not educated and about. That's it. the tax advice and tax planning the value right. addition and CPA can provide. Uh, mm, sorry. Yeah. One other thing I want to mention, because again, it's of interest to the community, is the change in five, how you use 529 plans. Right. Oh, that's right. right. So for, uh, this is again a bill which was pushed through recently uh, in the state. Uh, 529 plans all the while could be used only up to four-year right. institutions. Now you can use it for professional certification, like a student wants to do a CPA. Mm -hmm. They pay for that can be used for the CPA books, the CPA licensing, uh, uh, what do you call exam yeah. fees, all that. Okay, so, so they've expanded they've on like extended. how they've extended it, like how you can use that, and not just for pure yes. tuition. Okay, well that's 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 actually very good. Yes, it, it is actually good. The students of accounting, you know, when they join, what do what do they expect? It's a four year course yes now i mean you've studied extensively you did ca cpa then you did your masters then you did, did your PhD? phd you never stopped 
Uh, yeah, I hope I, I did not stop but because to me, learning is a continuous process. Right. And even today, uh, you know, I, I'm, You're still, learning, I'm always, still learning yeah. always. But generally, what do people do? It's a four-year thing and then you take your exams? So it's a four-year thing under the new rules. Yeah. You can do take a four-year co- uh, undergraduate degree. You've mm-hmm. got to do accounting because they require right. 21, 24 hours of accounting now mm. uh, in that 120 mm-hmm. hours. But then you can start working for a firm. You don't have to sit for the exam first. You can yeah. start working. For in three years. Yeah. No, uh, that's the Indian model of chartered accountancy. Uh. Here, you don't have any three years. After six months, uh, some people might take the CPA and then start working. Some people will No, I'm saying you have three years to finish the other 30. Other 30. Uh, yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. That is after you pass the CPA yes. exam. exam. After you pass. But mm-hmm. the first step is to pass the CPA exam. And that you can do as soon as you finish your undergraduate degree while you're working yeah. Uh, I mean, most people take the CPA exam while they're yeah. working. For you know, them. all these uh, groups out there, the HR block, and there are so many, the QuickBooks and on, on, online things. Did that ever affect the CPA business? I don't think so. It affect, mm. So what it affected was what we call the bookkeeping business. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between accounting and bookkeeping. bookkeeping yes. What you talked about uh, bookkeeping affected the bookkeeping ah. business. Yeah. And that's going to happen more and more, even in the accounting space, with more uh, artificial intelligence coming in mm-hmm. uh, and data analytics tools coming in. Firms today are looking for talent. <coughs> when you look at, talk about talent, firms mm-hmm. looking, are looking for starting talent, right. which had the experience of a five-year employee mm-hmm. five years ago. Right, right. Wow. Because that bought year one right. to year five, that sort of work, it's either outsourced mm-hmm. because most of these firms, the top 20 firms here, CPA firms, have all got major operations in India. That's right. Wow. Collectively, the top 20 firms have got about 500,000 people working in India. I mean, one firm has got 100,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Either that job is gone offshore or right. artificial intelligence and technology mm-hmm. will replace or are replacing as we talk. So you, you're so, so Sabod, right. It's like how he's explaining to you about the accounting mm-hmm. in your field. You can take, for example, like, like your billing is outsourced to like people who do it in India or it sure with is. AI and you know what qualifies for what, like, you know, you're doing the pre-existing this thing. Right. That's exactly what he's talking And you know, about. it's amazing you say that. We were in Bangalore watching Netherlands cricket. get beaten, crushed by India in cricket. And then when we came back to the hotel, we were sitting at the bar yeah. out there and drinking. And I'll tell you what, we saw, and I'm not kidding, at least 200 youngsters, maybe they, they're all in the 30s, right? All of them came, and we could see they still had their badges on mm-hmm. and of international companies. And Vinod and I was sitting and sipping a cold drink out there, and we were talking to each other said, these kids are running all the American companies. Yeah. You know, this was just a group of 150 all over Bangalore, all over the rest of the country. country. All these kids, they come at 5 o'clock after the work, and they drink, and then they. Some of them are just hanging there, and then going for the next shift. And some are just going home. You go to Hyderabad, you go to Gurgaon. It's all there. You see all these firms. It is like all KPMG there. And the major offices with Deloitte and yeah. yes. And I would t- tell you about the CPA firms. About till two, 2018, you wanted to take the CPA in India, uh-huh. not the chartered accountancy, but if you wanted to take the 
American CPA, CPA. in wow. India. You could do you it. You had to go to Singapore, Dubai, whatever ah. place. Okay. Starting in 2020 or 21, they started offering AICPA, the American Institute mm. of Certified Public Accountants here. In India. In they India? Are, they're offering exams. And the reason yeah. is such because they've the outsourced. Talent. The talent the is talent there. Talent, yeah. All these people need to know because who they are working for a KPMG or a Deloitte or whatever right. company. Uh, so they, and they have about, the last count, they had about 30 or 40,000 people taking the exam. Oh my the Lord. Wow. And the passing rate is better than the CEA passing? I mean, oh yeah, the, <laughs> no, this, I, well, I, I, I won't comment on the passing <laughs> rates on the CA versus the CPA. Yeah. But, you know, generally the CPA pass rates, uh, I'm guessing it's going to be pretty good there. Yes. Because wow. we've got a lot of oh, yeah, yeah. Smart talent. talent. Smart Definitely. Talent, yeah. And and in India it it's a, it's like a, almost like a full time thing. I'm studying for the CPA exam. Yeah. Boom, full time. They, they put everything else aside and and study hard. Uh, well, now the only issue with the CPA is that's changed because for the CA you do the three uh, right. in what they call internship, internship. Yeah. Yep. with a firm articles like, articles. Yeah. yeah. But with the CPA they're all working full time for these companies. Okay. That's why the motivation to take the CPA exam. Well, even if they have the chartered accountancy right. or they it, don't have it. It kind of elevates their yes. in, in the on the profession. bio. Yeah. Yes. That's fantastic. Very interesting. Yeah. And again, you know, the country, USA, the world, they're going through a, a, a revolution as far as the economy is concerned. You know, we, we talk about trillions. The evaluation of companies are in trillions now. And you hit the trillion mark, you you know You're way, way, way out there. Where do the CPAs come in when these valuations are done? I bet you guys are at the helm of giving the numbers out there. Well, what is the valuation of a company? The valuation of a company is based on its underlying, right? The valuation of a company is, a, well, to just use a technical term yeah. in very layman's language, yeah. is a today's value of future cash flows. Okay. So to figure out future cash flows... So someone says... You need to have a basis where we stand today. Okay. Who gives the basis where we stand today? That's the financial Count. statement of the company, yeah. which the accountant, accountant is involved in. Yeah. So that's a starting point to project the future cash. So when Tesla says, or any other company, Google says, we are worth a trillion dollars. Our valuation is a trillion dollars. What do they mean? Give us a lay term. What do they mean by that? Valuation is just the market price per share, okay. times per, the share. Num- per share times the number mm-hmm. of shares out the there. company out, yes. has got out there. Right, right, right. That's market valuation. And the shareholders are obviously are reading about the company, what the future sales are going to be, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then it adds on. And yeah, because that's when stock trading happens. Yeah. That's what they say now, the... Future earnings. So yeah, future, the future earnings. The, you might yeah. take the future cash flow from this company is mm-hmm. X. Right. I might say it is not really going to be X. It yeah. might be X minus one. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, you're willing to buy that share. I'm yeah. willing to sell the share. Right, right, right. And then, of course, there's the whole concept of bringing it back to today's value, which is called the present value. Yes. So, and that's got your expectations about what the interest rates would be or the required rates would be into the future. So as a, as an accountant and as in your profession, did y'all ever think of that this these companies would be so huge, say about 15 years ago? No, nobody nobody would have imagined uh, because if we knew how it was going, I would We'd all be, be buying shares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Exactly. So, you know, you know things evolved <coughs> and uh, whoever knew that Tesla will go 
the way it went. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, or even at Google, I mean, 20 years ago, 25 years ago right. when they started, will go the way it went. Mm-hmm. So it, it is all based on innovations and technology, how they sort of used it. Mm-hmm. And it's all up to the people at the top who saw it differently uh, than normal. Because right. Folks, you're listening to Open Forum. Today's business hour in collaboration with the IACCGH has been a fantastic one. We have Mohan Kuravilla, uh, and he's so learned. He's a doc- he has a doctorate, a PhD in accounting. Uh, he's a certified public accountant. But more than that, you have been a professor. You know, teaching is a noble profession, and teaching accountancy is even nobler, I would imagine. Um, and we really appreciate you coming out here and actually opening our eyes. We are, for me, CPA means to tax prepare. But there's so much more, more to that. To it. Yeah, uh, there's so much more to that, right? How would you? Now you're in the profession, so I'm a doctor. If someone comes to me and says, "Doctor Butcher, I am looking for a cardiologist." Can you help me look for a cardiologist? And I would use a few criteria, A, B, and I won't say it here because I have a lot of cardiology friends listening to me, right? (laughs) So if I would say, yeah, yeah, this, 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 and this is what the potpourri should look like, how would you tell businesses out there or individuals to choose their accountant or a CPA? Uh, Is there a magic way to do it? To some extent, there is, like, if you have the... Uh, if you are of a certain scale and size, right. obviously you want to go to a bigger accounting firm. Right? Why is that? So if you if you are a company which is almost uh, one of a big size mm-hmm. and you're going to go public, okay, you need an accounting you firm need a name. with you, yeah. Yeah. who's got who can handle that expertise that. and that. Years That's the of KPMGs yeah. of the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the Deloitte's and all yeah. that. Yeah. Right. Yep. Uh, so that's one compartment okay. or right. uh, category. Where scale, mm-hmm. your will determine the size of the uh, the right. type of accounting firm. Right. The other part is if you're going, if you want a small business, uh-huh. you want some more personal touch. Mm-hmm. If you go to a big firm, even if you can afford to pay, you might not get yeah. that personal touch. You want. Yep. That personal touch. So it all depends on where you are in your mm-hmm. journey right. as a business, mm-hmm. and then figuring out what exactly you want out of that. Uh, and if you want more tax, some people specialize in more assurance and other type mm-hmm. of work. Some people specialize in tax. But when you talk about the top 20, top 30 firms, they have everything. Mm-hmm. They have the whole portfolio. Right. But, but they, they cost a lot. Then. They cost a lot. Yeah, yeah of course. Obviously. You're paying obviously for that. The, yeah. yes. the billing rates are going to be high. Yeah. Uh, like I would say, a specialist, the billing rate is higher than an in, uh, internal medicine. Do you have to remind that to me again? And again? <laughs> by, we by, know that. By the way, my uh, my son is a doctor, so yeah. You, so you know what he's saying. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so especially that same thing happens here too. They are specialists, mm-hmm. as opposed to generic handling yeah. of course. different type, yeah. and they probably they have one person handling a particular issue in tax, mm-hmm. just maybe yeah. state tax. Uh, maybe one person uh, for income taxes, dealing with the deferred taxes and mm-hmm. on the corporate side. So it's all specialization when you go up the ladder. Yeah. Of course, you pay for that. Yeah. And a silly question now. You know, we always throw little silly questions out here. <laughs> mm-hmm. As you go and if you look at the Congress or if you look at the Senate today, most of them are lawyers, if not all. Quite a few of them are lawyers in, in Congress 
the U.S. Congress and in U.S. Yeah. Senate. Are there any accountants? Yes. There? We, uh, because I would I, love to see a I good accountant. I yeah. know the answer to that yeah. one. I think we both put together three CPAs. Okay. Um, in in such a big house. Yeah. I mean, such a big sense. That something, right? Right. Uh, at least there I, is. There's yes, presence. there are three of them. There, yeah. At least there's three. a presence. Yes. And do they have position that you know of that make difference? You know, you got to you got to have that professional. But, I, it doesn't I mean, matter. I, I have not done that with the the U.S. Yeah. Senate, but I've done with let's say the Texas Texas. Senate. Okay. Yeah. Texas Senate has also got some CPAs. Okay. Now they understand when I did go to Austin a right. couple right. of times for yes, that for particular the thing, bill yeah. I was you talking have, about. You have to give a testimonial. They, and there, yeah. they have to carry that bill. Right. Which means and they got to vote on that bill. Yes. You got to educate them about Everyone. what it is yes. and the plus and the minus and all that. And I met a lot of, quite a few people, quite a few senators mm-hmm. and congressmen. But when it's a CPA, it's easier to have the conversation. Because, sort of, yeah, you're speaking the yeah, same language. language. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. there is an advantage when you have CPAs. And you're absolutely right. Uh, one of my agendas or goals for next year is to get more CPAs into public service. Mm-hmm. Mm. It need not be at the Senate. It could be yeah. your uh, local. More, just more representation. Local at the bodies. city level, yeah. for example. You know, or you run a better seat. City. I mean, just start somewhere and you grow. Yeah. Right. Uh, you're right. We haven't had <coughs> CPAs the way attorneys have gone. A lot of parents who listen to the show today, would you advise their children to become accountants? Uh, my son did not become one. He became a physician. So, and uh, I wanted him because that would have been a third generation. Yeah. My father was an accountant. Yes. And he I got a gold medal. And my son got a PhD. My father wanted my my son, when my father was alive, to have that medal. That's an inspiration to go right. into accounting. Did not happen. So, I would not tell anyone to become an accountant or a doctor or an investment banker. Do what your passion is. Mm-hmm. Because if. You're doing what your passion is. You will be successful. Right. You, you will get there. You know, sometimes it's also what you're good at. I, I mean, passion oh, yeah. does take you so far. But if you don't have the aptitude, sometimes it doesn't oh, work. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, well, some people I mean, are good with numbers and some people are actually not good with numbers. Mm-hmm. So I talk to some people who come mm-hmm. from uh, a fine arts, like a painter mm-hmm. yeah. background, uh, who want to switch or a uh, psychology mm-hmm. right. uh, yeah. undergrad. They go out to work and then they say, okay, we want to switch to accounting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have a program wow. at the University of I Houston like for non-business undergraduates who have gone out there for a couple of okay. years and figured out, mm-hmm. hey, we, for whatever yeah. reason, we want to do accounting. Right. So we have a program to transition them back into accounting, take them through the foundation and get them the master's in all about two years. What is time. that program? It's called CAP, Certificate in Accounting Programs. Okay. And then they transition into the master's. Very so that they finish their CPA. Okay. So when I talk to this group yeah. uh, of non-business people coming from all these fields, I tell them you have an advantage because accountants and most business people, mm-hmm. business undergraduates, think with the left side of the brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> these people, the non-business people, the fine arts people, etc., think with the right side of the brain, the creative side. Mm-hmm. If I have it, I'm a leader of an accounting team, a group of people. Right. I want people who think differently. Mm-hmm. I don't want a bunch of people who think the same, same way. As you, yep. yeah. So you have an advantage. You want to capitalize on that advantage and play to that strength. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying use your creativity for creative accounting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> with an 
but you are you can think differently right, right. within right. the bounds of law yeah. that's what i'm saying yes, so right. certainly there's an advantage for non business people to come into accounting fantastic let's shift gears out here now that we got only 9 minutes left and you oh, by the way you've done a great job and 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 explain so much to us i i was you could say a total lay person as far mm-hmm. as accounting was concerned it was again my horizon stopped at taxation is what i thought but of course you made it very clear my horizon stays with my <laughs> cholesterol level cholesterol level as my lipid profile yeah but that's okay because you're in your profession and i'm in mine and i think we both will both do okay if you just don't encroach on the other profession <laughs> be creative that way right um let's talk about the chamber of commerce you've been uh, you know involved sure. with chamber of commerce for a long long time and on our show we always talk to businessmen listening out there and business women who listen to us that it's very important to network and to network obviously you need an organization yeah you can pick up the phone yeah you can make rounds go here go there give your cards to people but when you have a meeting of like minded folks getting out there 50 60 100 200 gala 800 you know yeah. at the chamber gala tell us your experience in the networking uh, way of doing business so what i like about the chamber it is not that you're meeting a group of indians which i would love to meet mm-hmm. okay but you're meeting diverse people from the houston community right mm-hmm. different professionals different professions different backgrounds so from a networking perspective that's very valuable right. i mean if you just take networking because you are this is a beauty of we are living in a city right. with so much of diversity mm-hmm. right we should be immersing ourselves in that diversity and and opportunities right. and from their opportunities come yeah. yeah absolutely from their opportunities come without a doubt right so uh from a networking perspective i think the chamber provides a good platform and they have different events and talks other than the gala they have oh events. yeah yeah so many events um, every month yes and and, uh, and uh, those events are again a good resource uh, when you attend to meet mm-hmm. people from different backgrounds i mean we just talked earlier before you came we were talking to gopal as you probably heard us and he himself mentioned how i the indo-american chamber of commerce of greater houston the his contact with them his association with them he was invited to go to india with them he met the mayor mayor turner out there eventually it took 4 5 years but now he has his own painting at the international yes. hotel uh, you know the gfk terminal d that is an achievement yes you it's difficult to do it yourself but if you're you know involved with an organization that has your back that makes a big difference i i think i learned a big lesson when he said that that yes the organizations whichever chamber of commerce obviously we're talking about the iaccga it really helps when you are associated with them and you reach out and they reach out back to you and because they have contacts with all these sure. folks who make differences out here what's your thought on that i mean any any of these associations they give you a platform whether it's the TXCPA or the Inter-American Chamber of Commerce. Right. Because on your own, you won't get too far. But when you're together, you can really travel miles. And that's the beauty of any as- being involved with association, especially in this context, the Inter-American Chamber of Commerce. Right. Uh, 
I think uh, they have been around for so long and they have so much of uh, uh, connections with the government official the local right. government officials mm-hmm. and community city officials mm-hmm. and yeah so and the city and all that so It's and international fa- too. Inter- I mean, yes. with, with it's fabulous. I, I think it opens up a lot. Well, of through the go, through Absolutely. the CG's office, yeah. You know, the contacts right. in India yeah. is amazing. I, I will tell you when you mentioned the yeah. CG, I, I took the uh, the new Consul General yeah. uh, Manjunath and uh, Jagdeep, who's the mm-hmm. CEO of Indo-American Chamber of Commerce. I took them to meet the new CEO of Greater Houston Partnership. Yes, mm-hmm. Steve Keen. Uh, he was the CEO of Kinder Morgan before that, and I've known him for years. seven, eight years. Yeah. So we had lunch actually on his first day on the job. Nice. Uh, first December one was his first first day, and we had the four of us had lunch together. And uh, Steve Keen, the great and the Greater Houston Partnership, yeah. they think of India and the Chamber as a valuable partner and a valuable resource, right? Mm-hmm. To to build the Houston community, and what I mean, of course, you, they are looking at it. from a global perspective yes. because they their reach is right, global right. Yeah. right but they do th- think about both india and the chamber well partner. remember the chamber of commerce is going to celebrate its uh, silver jubilee next year just like open forum is going to be celebrating That's and 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 iaccgh has come a long way in these 25 years the connections uh, you know the 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 people who come into the galas people who come for the meetings it has exponentially increased and therein lies the advantage when there are more people in a room there are more cards more hands being shaken yeah. more contacts being you know put in your phone and people actually thrive from that so i think you're right i uh, mean be- from a networking perspective uh, it is not not the people who you meet today who's going to give you something or lead you somewhere mm-hmm. but they might be the people who would open a door for you for you absolutely right. and absolutely. we've seen well that said, yeah. we see that in every profession in in uh, in medicine when you start meeting pe- more people you know um, you can go further whereas if you're in a silo sitting al- alone right. in an office and not doing you stay where you are and and, right. and you may be happy with that that's okay but you know mohan it's been fantastic uh, talking to you and uh, dinkar i don't know if you have any questions dinkar is a dinkar quiet is man taking, he's dinkar is taking he's absorbing all of that dinkar right now as soon as he goes home he's going to go on his computer and start buying stocks he like mohan said ah wo wala ha chalo jayega udhar that's a good mohan thing did, i did not yeah, say, say anything <laughs> <laughs> it's on I'm record you didn't say anything <laughs> but he's listening and he's he's going to do do some action out there but it's a, it's a, it's really an honor that you could take some time off from your family and come out here and and we are grateful for that thank you very much for having me I really enjoyed this conversation fantastic sweetie so you, you have anything to say folks it's thank just you it's very fascinating